Welcome to Podcast Insider. My name is Mackenzie Bennett, and I'm joined by co-host Mike Dell. Welcome. Hey, you're on a run here. I think, what has it been, three in a row? I, uh, there might have been one week off, but I shall be back next week as well. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, because I won't be here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, which is rare. Usually I'm the one that's uh, here, and, but it happens from time to time. Not a huge news week this this week, it seems. So uh, I guess we'll uh, we'll get into it. But uh, yeah, not a whole lot uh, going. Well, I mean, there's some obviously, but uh, I mean, it's news. It's it, there's lulls every time. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's that time of year. Okay. So the first one is coming from Pod News, though, saying that a podcast app has been sending your location to any podcast publisher. That's not good. No, it's a podcast app out of New Zealand called Rova. I've never heard of it. But, I hadn't until today as well. Right. But if you use Rova, uh, there's some pretty amazing amount of data that Rova is sending back to whoever wants it. And I mean, it's right down to your actual location. You know, the, the example on the article here is a, there's a map pin sitting there right mm-hmm. at an airport where somebody's currently sitting and listening that, to a podcast. That doesn't feel great. Yeah. There's an extent to which I assume companies know information about me and are selling it or providing it to other people, but something that significant that actually like location does not matter in the actual app. I'm not a fan of that. Right. You know, it's not, like I said, it's not, I, I personally don't care if they know where I'm at, but, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure there are people out there that, you know, would, you know, and especially if you're in countries where, you know, it's not as free and open as a lot of countries are. You know, what if your government says, oh, you're not supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, your phone mm-hmm. does that, too. So, you know, if you're Apple or, or uh You know, Android phones, you know, always give out location unless you set it differently. And they don't give it to everybody, though. That's the thing. This one was pretty much you could uh, just go in there and download uh, all this extra data. So, yeah, James, this is uh, over at Pod News. He uh, this was his original report. So pretty uh, scary, I think. that There's always something coming out about privacy issues and and what people are okay with and what they're not okay with and how companies are handling this and, you know, laws around it. And, you know, like, it's just not going to go away. Yeah. In the EU, they have the GDPR uh, mm-hmm. law and uh, California has got CCPA and there's several other states doing that. And I'm sure there's other countries that are doing that. And of course, we at Blueberry comply with all of those. We're GDPR worldwide, not just Europe. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we we anonymize as much data as we can and uh, and comply with the the laws, and you know, it's just the right thing to do. Yeah, it's something that we've always been uh, pretty strict on ourselves of mm-hmm. what we're doing with this information. I mean, it's it's not something that we've really wanted to get into all that much, to be honest. <laughs> right. You know, we we'll we'll give you the 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 country or the or the state or you know, in some cases, a city where somebody listened, but we don't tell you anything about them in particular. And I guess that's the difference here is that they're, you know, they're actually, you know, personally identifying people in certain cases. Right. There's a difference between 
the personal identity and just a mass, you know, collection of data of people listening to this show. Right. Right. You know, I've always always thought, you know, podcasting or podcast listening is kind of an anonymous thing. You don't have to log in anywhere to listen to a podcast on Mm -hmm. some apps. I mean, some you do, you know, like Apple knows what you're listening to. Spotify knows what you're listening to. Right. But, you know, they don't necessarily personally identify you either. You know, you can't go to Spotify and say, hey, did uh, Mackenzie listen to this podcast? No. But, you know, they have a lot of data and all those apps could get all the data. It's just they don't share it. Yeah. You know, and that's that's really what what's going on here. All right. Uh, let's see. Ah, hey, do you want to you want to get a Webby Award? <laughs> This has been going on for a while, but this is the 27th annual Webby Award, and they are open for entries. Yeah, the the thing with the Webbies is it's between four and six hundred dollars to put in an entry. That's unfortunate. But it's under a lot of different categories. Uh, podcasting is now one of them. The podcasting wasn't, you know, the whole time, obviously, because it mm-hmm. didn't exist at the beginning, but. Uh, you know, Webby's a pretty prestigious award, you know, for things on the on the web. <laughs> Hence the word Webby. But also Webby has its own podcast. Oh yeah. Talking about like their own winners. Like I'm looking at their website right now and see they have an episode with LeVar Burton and Professor Anita Hill, Adam Scott, and oh, nice. like the winners round table. There's a bunch of good stuff on here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Good old LeVar Burton. He's going to be uh, in the new uh, Picard season this year. So <laughs> he's back at Star Trek instead of doing his Reading Rainbow thing. <laughs> so He is a busy man. Yes. And uh, his daughter's actually in that, too. Uh, he's playing his... Uh, her, his daughter, his real daughter, is playing his fake daughter on uh, Star Trek. So that's fun. <laughs> I, I know way too much about Star Trek. Sorry, I'm a geek. Uh, anyway, but it says early entry for the Webbies is October 28th, 2022. Yeah, so it's tomorrow. If you were listening to this, it's <laughs> listening to this on the day that it's coming out. It, you were short on time. Yeah, uh, and that just means the prices go up by 50 bucks or something. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the actual deadline, I think, is sometime in November. So, uh, But, mm-hmm. yeah, if you're interested, get in there, you know, if you you, you want to compete for a Webby. It's always kind of a neat thing to see on someone's website when they've won a Webby. <laughs> yep. Also, a like I'm going through right now, very simple uh, application. So, yeah. And recommend it. Very good. So, uh, as we're going to talk about, in the, well, I guess we could talk about it now. Todd went to Saudi Arabia. That's why he wasn't here last week. He uh, did. He went to this really cool new podcast, or well, it's not a podcast conference, but it, podcasting was part of it called Ignite the Sound. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the, the country is opening up somewhat. Uh, that's what the, the big takeaway was that uh, he told us. Of course, he hasn't given us the full report yet. He's, and do that, I guess, tomorrow at our company meeting. We'll we'll hear the whole thing. But uh, related to that, uh, Pod News has a copy of a translated report from Shwarma Media. 
did I say that right? Or Swamwa Media? I... <laughs> no, you Shawarma uh, is a food, a delicious, yeah. delicious food, <laughs> as far as I'm aware. And this, I oh. believe, is Samawa. Okay. Well, it's just before lunch. I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, but it's a report. You know how many podcasters are in in Saudi Arabia? What would would have been your guess had you not looked at this? Oh, I I had no idea. You could have told me 3,000 or three. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, 573 is the big number. Uh, Which feels good. Yeah. That's, I mean, not bad for a country that's been pretty closed down for a while. And, uh, mm-hmm. and now they're opening up. And uh, one thing I found interesting is that uh, 32% female, you know, and, and that society hasn't always been open to uh, female creators or even having a voice so this is that's exactly why (laughs) this is a good sign you know and also you know 54 percent are solo podcasts you know there's no guests no co-hosts none of that and uh, and 67 percent audio and what todd was talking about is a lot of the the women in podcasting there that he talked to would only do audio because they want to, you know, back to the privacy thing. They want to stay mm-hmm. pretty anonymous, and, mm-hmm. which I guess makes sense. So, yeah, the I mean, it's podcasting provides a certain level of anonymity that I, knowing what I know about this country and how they're evolving, is something that the women there are probably pretty pretty grateful and invested in that capability as well as, you know, I think that totally explains why women are taking the lead in podcast creation. There is, you know, <laughs> the, given, given the way that things are changing, they have a lot to say. Yeah. So anyway, the, we'll have a link to this report and I'll let you pronounce the name again. <laughs> Samawa Medias. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have a link to that uh, that James has up on Pod News. So and I I really do hope that I am pronouncing that correctly. I well, should have looked it up before. Better better than my pronunciation. So true. <laughs> I'm terrible at that stuff. <laughs> so hey, our friends over at Squadcast uh, got a patent to, uh, for their recording engine. You know, I thought this was really cool. That's it. I mean, that's exciting. Anytime that someone's able to secure a patent. Yeah, and, and basically the the feature that, that their main patent is about is the progressive upload, uh, which we use, uh, what was that other one that we use, partner of ours, I can't think of the name. Uh, Riverside. Riverside, there we go. Riverside's awesome, but what happens is, is you know, the recording was is actually taken locally and put on the user's hard drive or on their phone or whatever they're using to record. And then after the recording is done, the recordings are uploaded to a central server so that the host can download all the different recordings or they combine them or what. I don't know how it all works, mm-hmm. which is great, except for, you know, what happens if somebody loses an internet connection and can't get back on right away? That's a failure point. With this, it it uploads as 
It's recording, so it records locally and and then streams that. I don't know how it, it's it's in the patent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly why they did this because obviously they came up with something valuable and cool and you know useful that yeah. they want to be able to uh, make sure that they are. Okay, so I always like to try to figure, widely. Yeah, I always like try to figure out how things work. So I guess. <laughs> But anyway, congrats to them for uh, patenting that, and and hopefully uh, they can license that out to other apps if uh, yeah. you know, and, and that it'll improve the whole the whole ecosystem of remote recording. You know, you know, we've had our challenges with remote recording, and and yeah, currently definitely. we have we have three different recordings going right now, just in case one of them craps out, and uh, it has happened. So you know. Yeah, them. those interested in the full write-up about how this works, um, we have the link in the show notes, but Squadcast did a really cool write-up. And, Mike, you would be happy to know that they included a Star Trek image. <laughs> I just saw that. Like, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> the transporter, there we go. That's what I want is a transporter. I, that way you don't have to be on an airplane. You just say, okay, I want to go to L.A. Beep, you're there. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be great. But, One day. Yeah, we'll see. All right, uh, another uh, study out there by, and I think I can pronounce this one, Nuvudu. <laughs> I believe you are correct. That's what I would say, Nuvudu. Yeah, Nuvudu come out with a, they have a bunch of free research, but the, the uptake is that 37, was it, or what did it say, 37% of- 38, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 38% of podcast listeners have bought something- that they've heard about on a podcast, which proves what we've always said is advertising does work on podcasts as long as it's targeted right. I absolutely have. You know, yeah, me too, uh, big time. You know, I wouldn't be on this roadcaster had it not been for some other people, you know, buying one and saying it's pretty cool. And, uh, you know, and I've had my little fits with this one, but it's my own fault. So I got it figured yeah. out. But, uh, you know, that kind of thing, you know, I, I've bought lots of stuff. Uh, my VPN service I bought because of a podcast ad. I didn't buy a mattress. That's everybody's selling I, mattresses. I did not buy a mattress as well. Um, but also it wasn't in the, uh, in the market for one, but right. Yeah. Did they it, mention the age groups associated to any of this or did it just say like overall? Yeah. I, Reading through the report here, it didn't really mention anything about age groups. It was just kind of a overall. They uh, surveyed seventeen hundred frequent podcast listeners. So okay. So I think they just uh, you know scattered it to, to you know they didn't. Uh, well, they probably collected it. That's but this is the free research results. Maybe you have to pay <laughs> to get the age <laughs> stuff. I don't know. Yeah. So very cool, and. Uh, Here's an interesting one uh, over on Insider Radio. Uh, yeah, here's where some ages come in. Yeah. Come into play. Yeah, here comes the Gen Z listeners. And the only reason I know much about this is uh, Rob Greenlee actually participated in a event uh, in association with NAB New York. And uh, it's kind of interesting that uh, it seems like Gen X and... Gen Z tend to uh, think of podcasting in the same sort of way, whereas 
you know, millennials, you uh, included mm-hmm. there, Mackenzie, you think of it a, a different way. And they were talking about that, you know, with Gen Z coming on and listening to podcasts a lot more, that's going to that's gonna fuel a lot of growth in podcasting. Mm-hmm. And uh, But it's, a, it's quite the write-up. Uh, Greenlee was on a... Uh, uh, on a panel with Edison Research and I don't know, two or three other people, and I haven't had a chance to read every word, but uh, it sounded interesting, and it's good to see the younger people are uh, are embracing the technology. There's a fun quote that says, "When you hit the age of 25, something happens, and you just start consuming more spoken word." Yeah, it's possible. I you know I I kind of always did. I, even when I was in high school, I listened to talk radio. Good to uh, good to have the younger people listening. You know, it, it it's going to help with growth. I mean, you know, it, the it absolutely will. The boomers are dying off. The Gen Xers are close behind. It's <laughs> you know, at some point, uh, you know, it's got to keep going. So very good. All we right, are the future, as people say. Mm. Best practice. I I was taking a look around, trying to come up with something, and uh, came across one that was, "How are you actually measuring your podcast success?" Like, because there's so many different ways to do this that it can be a tad overwhelming, and that you need to determine a few key ways to do this so that you can just focus on those and not and actually like, you know, feel like you're putting together an opinion based on this information as opposed to like a tiny bit of info here, a tiny bit of info there. And then you just, you know, right. Well, you know, know what you're looking at. There's different goals in podcasting and that's, you know, yeah. what people miss. It's not always about making money. You know, yeah. a lot of I times mean, we have no interest in trying to make money off of this show. Really? Like yeah. we are just trying to help new podcasters. Yeah. Any yeah. type of podcaster. Right. You know, we're, uh, as, as somebody once said, we're eating our own dog food. We're using our tools and, 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 you know, advocating that you do the same and, and that's great and all, but you know, we're, when we're also, you know, imparting some information and some tips and, and that kind of thing, but our success wouldn't be the same as somebody who wants to make some money or, Mm-mm. or, you know, or say, you know, like Todd and his mom, when his dad uh, passed away, they did a podcast that was strictly for them to work through that tragedy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was more like therapy. So, that, you know, there was the goal of that was just to talk it out and do it in a public way. You know, and there's hobbyists out there that just that's their success is, hey, you know, I got a few listeners. I got a little community going here and we're talking about stuff that we like and. You know, so yeah, there's even the people that you know want to want to get the big audience <laughs> because they're like, this is really cool, and I want the big audience because I want to have like a big community. And there's then there's the other people who who still want that community, but they're like, no, I want to actually keep it small. Yeah, and like I said, the the as far as all the technology, which is what you know we we focus on a lot of the time is the technology. But you know, we've got our stat system, we got our uh, survey and all that stuff, you know, where you can get some metrics that way or, but there's, there's more to it than that. Uh, yeah. you know, so just pick a few things like, you know, I like to focus my, you know, if I'm looking at the success of my podcast, I look at, you know, how many downloads do I average per episode? 
That's that's mm-hmm. what I care about. And I don't look at it every day. I look at it maybe once a month. Yeah. Because if you look yeah. at it every day, it's going to drive you nuts. <laughs> yes, yes, it will. You know, and, and there's so many people that get obsessed with with stats and analyzing. Well, what does this mean? You know, why is there's there stats everywhere nowadays? Yeah, you know, you can you can get some free stats from other uh, outfits, and there's just you know there's review sites and all that. Well, you know, if you're not getting any reviews, have you asked for any reviews? Mm-hmm. You know that kind of thing. So, you know, just pick a couple of things that, that that's your key and then keep that track of feel that. feel important to you. Yeah, and just keep track of that and don't obsess about the grisly little details. Because, you know, what does it matter? To, you know, I, I get so many people say, well, I want to know how many people are listening to me on Pandora. Well, yeah, you can get that number, but why is that important? Yeah, yeah, no, that I mean, I, I really agree with that. It's get that number and you certainly can but do so like do something with it (laughs) don't just get it to get it it's interesting that you know what people do obsess about uh, you know being in support here i get to (laughs) i get to field the questions and 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 it (laughs) is uh it's interesting i should say blueberry news again a slow week but uh, we already talked about Todd with his uh, Ignite uh, conference in Saudi Arabia, Ignite the mm-hmm. Sound. And we'll probably have some more details next week when uh, Todd actually is on the show. So I imagine he'll be able to give us a, uh, a nice breakdown of the event. So yeah. look out for that next week. Yeah, well, I'll be listening. <laughs> All right. And let's see, we have some new features we're working on. We're kind of heads down. Uh, on the next round of, of new things. We have some integrations. We have uh, some new features, mainly around podcasting 2.0. And a few yeah, we, have, we definitely have some stuff that we're trying to get uh, wrapped up and nicely, um, you know, released before the end of the year. Yeah, and speaking of which, uh, if you're looking to be an Apple Premium subscription launch partner, that's a tongue tire. Uh, <laughs> it's a mouthful, but it's a cool opportunity for yeah. people that are trying to release a, uh, trying to launch a new premium show within yeah. Apple. So, so yeah, you can reach out to us. We're uh, we're, we're going to be launching something very soon, where the basics of it is you can have your public podcast and your Apple Premium podcast use the same technology that you're using here at Blueberry to publish your show. Yes. So it's kind of so cool. Good. So if you want to. Test that out. Be you know some of the first people that launch with it, and even be in some of the Apple PR. Uh, get hold of us quick. Yeah, if you are ready to go, even better. Yes. Like if you are you know prepared for a for a launch soon, even yes. better. Yes, very good. All right, so on to Toby. Uh, this is Blueberry Tip of the Week. Hi, it's Toby Goodman here. Today, conversations versus sales. Podcasts are not just content. If you're in the business of selling your expertise, it's likely that each customer is worth a considerable amount to you, especially when you take into account lifetime value and referrals. You're probably used to having sales conversations. 
Now, getting to sales conversations is one thing, but having sales conversations that actually convert is entirely another. I had plenty of the former before the latter came. Narrow Podcasting is a book all about using a podcast to grow your business. More specifically, it's a book about how to create moments that lead to more high-quality sales conversations. The mechanism is a podcast. One thing is for sure, more good conversations with the right people lead to more sales conversations. Give podcasts to great people is my version of sell shovels to gold diggers. And if you're not familiar, the old adage about shovels and gold tells us that when we recognise a gold rush happening, we shouldn't try to be the next person to mine for gold because we'll probably fail. While everyone else is digging for gold, it's better to be the person selling the shovel. You can use your podcast as a shovel to give to your guests. Do a good job and they will use the podcast they have been on, your podcast, to open doors for themselves. And as a delightful side effect, it'll open doors for you too. Look, maybe you have concerns about interview skills, tech, confidence or not having enough time. A quality shovel, I mean podcast with your name on it, is what the Profitable Pod Method course is focused on. Along with addressing those common concerns, it helps you identify 1. Who you should be speaking with on your podcast. 2. How to invite them on your podcast. 3. What to ask them in your interview. 4. Exactly what to do once the podcast has gone live. 5. How to avoid giving your guests that one night stand feeling and keep your relationship alive. When you start a podcast with the Blueberry Pro team, we'll give you lifetime access to the method included from day one. To get started, just head over to blueberrypro.com. Well, that was, uh, yeah, talking about the different use of a podcast, that's one of them, you know, the, the, the narrow podcasting method that Toby teaches is... It's good for what he's using it for, you know, for growing your business. So that's another mm-hmm. another motivation for why you want a podcast. Yeah, and why you want to be able to um, determine how you think it's successful, too. <laughs> I've never called my podcast a shovel, but <laughs> it's a good analogy. Yes, it is. All right. Well, normally we would have a question of the week. But I've been inundated with questions, so I'm going to punt here. And uh, I want to talk about just getting support for, say, you have a technical problem or a billing problem or just a question about podcasting. There's some things you could do to help whoever you're asking, in this case us, uh, you know, help help us help you. Mm -hmm. You know, if you give... You know, you give us more information, we can weed out what we don't need, <laughs> and, and but it would be really nice to have what we do need. So, basics, basic ones I have bulleted here. Uh, you know, when calling, have your login information, and better yet, just be logged in to whatever you need the help with, and then call, because we can help you faster rather than waiting for you to find the password or you know, figure out what, you know, I, I spent 
you know, several minutes last night on the phone with somebody while she was looking for her password to log into her website that she was asking me a question about. Mm -hmm. And it just wasn't good use of time for either of us. That's the thing for, for anyone involved. Yeah, you know, I, I'm not I'm not here just to to rant. I mean, I've got time. I get paid well. I'm fine, but mm-hmm. you know, that wastes your time too. You know, you want it fixed quickly, or figure it out quickly, so you know what to do to fix it. You know, just have it have it ready. You know, log in, be you know, be ready uh, when you call because most of the time we answer the phone. <laughs> Well, the same goes for, you know, you do a lot of scheduled uh, Zoom calls with Mm -hmm. people as well. And and you want to help them get their problem solved as fast as possible or, you know, as fast as possible, but also like in a way that they're comfortable with. But just just coming to something ready (laughs) is incredibly valuable to everyone involved. Same go. I mean, I just. Everyone is used to, or at least a lot of people are used to working remotely at this point and, and has been involved in a company meeting at some point or another and going in with no agenda and no, you know, what are we, no goal? What are we trying to get out of this? No notes ahead of time. You come, you try to come prepared. Come prepared. prepared. And, (laughs) and and the same thing can be used in this scenario. Yep. And, and, you know, it's just. It's just common sense that, you know, that that if you're asking about a piece of software, that you have that software up and running so that you can immediately apply whatever advice you get. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it just makes it easier for everybody, waste less time. I mean, you know, we're, we're a small outfit, so, you know, sometimes our resources are stretched a bit, but uh, we will get around to it, I'm sure. All right, another one, uh, big one. You're a podcaster, and you're calling a podcast company for help. Well, podcasting is run on RSS, so you should know your RSS. If you don't know your RSS feed while you're listening to this, go figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) If you need help, you can call me and ask me how to figure out what your RSS feed is. I'm fine with that. It took the words right out of my mouth, and I was like, (laughs) if you don't know have that call and ask that. <laughs> right. But, you know, if, if you know your RSS feed or at least know how you're generating your RSS feed, uh, you know, because we have several options here at Blueberry. Plus, you know, you may not be at Blueberry right now. You might be, you know, rolling your own or, or Squarespace or something. But at least know where your RSS feed comes from. And we can usually figure out what it what that actual address is. But... It's nice to know that. So maybe ahead of time, figure that out. That would be super helpful. (laughs) And if it's a billing issue, I get a lot of these too. Uh, Have your payment method handy when you call. (laughs) Because we can process credit cards over the phone. Uh, We don't do it a lot. And we actually would rather you do it online. But if you call and... You know, that's just the easiest way to do it. It'd be really nice if you had your payment method handy when you call. Instead of, oh, I've got to go get my, you know, I waited 10 minutes one time for someone to go find their credit card. Like, (laughs) yeah, you know, that's 10. I mean, I always, I'm answering tickets and stuff while I'm waiting. So it's not the end of the world, but it just makes it quicker for you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, 
And let's see. Uh, use the contact form at blueberry.com or call the 877 number. If you happen to have my direct phone number, try not to do that. <laughs> Please forget it. <laughs> well, not forget it. I mean, you know, there's certain cases I, I don't mind that much. Uh, but, you know, if you call me directly and I'm busy, I'm not going to answer it. Okay. If you call the 877 number, the people that we have answering that number can help you as well. It doesn't always mm -hmm. have to be me or it doesn't always have to be Dave or, you know, Todd or whoever, you know, it can be, you know, any of us for most questions and same things with direct emails. You know, I, I don't mind direct emails, but just know that those will get lost a lot more than if you put it in the ticket system. Cause we can't really keep track of it that well. Uh, or I can't. I'm terrible at it. So we we <laughs> simply do not have enough team members um to accommodate all of our podcasters on a one-on-one -on -one basis like that for the amount of people that are that would be interested in in, yeah. in doing that. Right. You know, and, and like I said, if you put in a ticket or call that 877 number, we have a record of that and we'll get back to you and all that stuff. And it can be tracked, whereas yeah. a, an email goes into my, you know, like if I'm gone for two days, I come back and I've got 400 emails in my inbox. No you one know, wants to come back to that. I, you know, I don't mind having that many emails. It's just know that it's going to, A, take longer, and B, possibly I'll never reply because it just gets lost in the shuffle. So... You know, also, it's really important for us to be able to track problems that, like, yeah. especially if there is a bug or an issue like that, mm -hmm. being able to keep track of all of these in our ticket system and we can we can compare and contrast and, you know, keep keep an eye on the number, that type of stuff. It, it adds up over time. Oh, yeah. We had a recent issue that was really troubling to troubleshoot <laughs> and it took quite a while to do, and it was great that, you know, most people that complained about it were either calling our 877 number or putting in a ticket, and we mm -hmm. were able to figure it out. But And it wasn't everybody having the problem. It was just a certain subset of people, and it was, it was, it was really crazy to troubleshoot. But once we did, we helped a whole bunch of people. <laughs> and being able to track it instead of, uh, you know, having – you know, emails go into a black hole, <laughs> I guess. It's the, you know, we've had a problem with, with you know, just black holes in general. You yeah. know, where, yeah. you know, we, we come up with these great ideas and <laughs> they just go poof because, we, you know, just this is the nature of the beast. We're a small team and, uh, like I said, we can accommodate support, obviously, but it just makes it a lot easier if we can track it. Mm-hmm. And here's at the end of the day. And here is my personal pet peeve. Okay, this will be my rant. <laughs> if you call the 877 number and you get our voicemail, please leave a voicemail. Don't just hang up and call again and again and again. <laughs> I don't know why this happens, but if you do leave a voicemail, I promise that we will get back to you. Yeah, it's uh just it's not like calling AT&T. Yeah. You can't just call back and immediately get someone else. Like there are 
there's a small handful of people that answer the phone and quite often sometimes they will all be in the same meeting yeah or unavailable you know just that's the nature of the beast with a small company such as ours and when you do that it's immediately just um <laughs> because it's it's you know, a we, problem. We, and you know, we everybody that answers the phone is generally a pretty nice person, and uh, you know we don't get grumpy very often. But uh, when the same person calls twenty two times, it doesn't leave a voicemail. That tends to get us a little grumpy. <laughs> Just uh, realistic expectations, you I know. think. I remember coming back from New Year's of last year, like it was New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. I can't remember. But listening to voicemails to, you know, get back to people. And we had two voicemails within 20 minutes from the same person saying, why hasn't anyone gotten back to me? Yeah. <laughs> and to me, that just represents, you know, a, a total inability, like inability to realize. Yeah, we're you know, Again, we don't have <laughs> operators standing by. We have a few no. people standing by, and we actually no, we do don't. have a call center for the sales line. So, you know, they can at least take your message. But, you know, it, just leave a message, and I promise you, we'll get back to you. <laughs> we're, we're pretty good about that. We uh, will. But uh, We want to help you. Yes. And so, like I said, sorry this, if this sounded like a rant, but, you know, it's just been, you know, building up over the last couple of weeks uh, that, you know, and it's not everybody. It's just one or two, but that's all it takes to put everybody in a bad mood. So. You, I, you know, it's getting towards the end of the year. It's the last quarter of the year. Everyone is starting to, uh, you know, get a little antsy, get <laughs> get a little sidetracked. And uh, yep. I think this is just that coming coming out. Yep. Yep. And so, like I said, we're happy to help. And uh, like I said, help us help you. And we'll get her done. So if you got a question you'd like us to answer on the show, you can drop an email to me, Mike at Blueberry.com, and we may use it on the show. We can take audio or text or even a video, I guess, although you can't see video on an audio podcast. But uh, we may use it. And uh, you can also post a question on the Blueberry Facebook group. But don't do that for support Your individual questions. problem. Yeah, do it, do it for just general podcasting questions because if it's something individual to your account, we really need all that information as we talked about before. Yeah, we will immediately respond in that, in that, of course, uh, that next area thing we, and say, please just send us a ticket. Right. And the next thing we can probably skip, but <laughs> since we just talked about it. Yes, so, I believe so. Yeah, we're coming to you this week again from Mike Dell's World Studio here in Traverse City, Michigan, in McKenzie's Place there in Columbus, Ohio. And we're produced by the Blueberry Pro production team. Thanks, guys. You can fill out our listener survey at surveys.blueberry.com slash podcast insider. And you can schedule a one-on-one -on -one with Todd, the only CEO in the podcasting industry that will give you a half hour of his time just for the asking, hosting customers only. Email todd at blueberry.com. And if you would like to schedule a tech checkup with Mike, something that would be very valuable if you do not know where to find your RSS There feed. you go. <laughs> so this is also for hosting customers only, but... Um, if you're interested, you can email him at mike at blueberry.com. 
Yep. And then you can send your podcast sticker and a self-addressed stamped envelope to Mackenzie, and we will send you some blueberry swag, stickers, whatever. And uh, the mailing address will be in the show notes. Uh, of course, that mailing address may change in the future. We were just talking about that. We have been discussing uh, a change of location for our office. Office is a... Uh you know confusing word at this point <laughs> but um yeah, yeah we we would love to send you some stuff and i would especially love to send you some stuff for the holidays if that's something that you're interested in and um, we're always looking to share some of our merch right and a lot of the stuff that we give away at trade shows and uh and some other stuff that we don't give away at trade shows that we have yeah. laying around so <laughs> <laughs> So he'd be happy to send you some stuff. So uh, ask and you shall receive. That's basically how this can go. All right. Well, I thought it was going to be a slow news day, and I, I think we uh, filled our time well. I think we did. All right. Well, I won't be here next week, but uh, Mackenzie most likely will be. And, mm-hmm. uh, everybody have a good week. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>